Welcome back to Buddha Solutions for Life's Problems. I'm Jihee Jolly, and on this show, we talk about how to apply SGI Nitrian Buddhism to the challenges of daily life. Before we start, just an update that this will be the final mini-season of Buddhist Solutions for Life's Problems in this format, but the show will continue for subscribers of SGI USA publication, World Tribune. We'll be publishing six episodes a year as part of your subscription to SGI Publications, which you can find out more about at worldtribune.org. Now, let's jump into today's mini-season. So today we're covering entrepreneurship, business, and what Buddhism says about winning at work. Here's how the season is set up. On this first episode, we're going to unpack some key concepts about how to apply your Buddhist practice at work. Then, on the following episodes, you'll hear three amazing stories from people all across America who practice SGI Nitrian Buddhism in their own unique business settings. For example, we'll meet Luis Nieves, an entrepreneur with an epic story of building one of the most successful auto insurance businesses in the country. We'll also meet Mitika Kara, a young woman who used her practice to find her voice working in a competitive corporate environment. And finally, we'll meet Toki Masubuchi, a restaurateur in Kentucky who defied the odds to build successful Japanese restaurants. Before you meet our guests, though, I want to introduce you to someone who's going to help me through this season. Steve Saperstein has been practicing Buddhism and running a business for nearly five decades. In fact, his first ever experience with chanting in his early 20s was what made him decide to go into business. At the time, he had been a teacher, but unsure that it was the right career path for him. And then one day while chanting, it dawned on him that he should pursue business, which he had always had a passion for. Currently, Steve lives in Boston, and I called him up to ask for some help breaking down what Buddhism says about business and the purpose of work, and how chanting Nam Myoho Renge Kyo can help us navigate challenges in that arena. The first thing he told me was that we should enjoy our work. That's a direct benefit of chanting Nam Myoho Renge Kyo that anybody can achieve. The thing about work is, first of all, you know, if you think about your day, you know, one third of your life at least is at work, right? One third is sleeping, you know, if you get out eight hours sleep around, and the other third is just uh, goofing around, <laughs> doing something, right? Um, but you want to make sure, you know, that the eight hours that you're spending at work or eight to 10 hours, whatever it is, that you're really enjoying your work. I mean, this is a, this is a great benefit. But this is often easier said than done. What if you're in a situation where you don't enjoy work? What if you're currently looking for work? Or what if you're under a lot of pressure because of work, whether it's how you're being treated or the fact that you aren't able to climb the ladder in the way that you want to? What if you're facing challenges as a business owner? In Buddhism, Steve explained, any circumstance that challenges us is an opportunity to dig deeper and reveal our maximum potential, which is unlimited. Chanting on a daily basis helps us do this, and practically it manifests as the wisdom and energy to tackle what's in front of us without ever giving up. 
Work, he said, is an opportunity to really discover ourselves, and through the challenges that work presents, we can develop ourselves and discover the things that make us tick, the things that we love, and the things that we don't love. The whole process can be enjoyable in this way. Here's how Buddhist practice, and specifically chanting Nam Myoho Renge Kyo on a daily basis, can be applied to work. The thing about Buddhism is it helps you develop this, this insight day by day. You know, because you practice, you get up in the morning and you, you chant, okay, and you, 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 um, you expand, you know, your, your vision, your, your mind, okay, you get a sense of clarity and, and uh, maybe wisdom, okay, and then you, you go to work. And uh, you see, you know, what's, what's going on, you know, when you come home, were you happy that day or not happy that day? And, you know, in business, it's all about goals, you know, in business. So, you know, for me, it's always been like, you know, getting up in the morning and really, what can I do today to get closer to my goal? You know, what causes can I make? Okay, and, you know, this Buddhism is all based on cause and effect. So you want to be able to develop the wisdom to know exactly what causes to make each and every day. Okay, and then, you know, a week, when you do that for a whole week, and then maybe two weeks and three weeks, a month, you look back and, you know, you, you compare it to when you haven't been practicing Buddhism and how, how far have you gone and how much do you progress by the week, by the month. Okay, and there's like a vast difference. And actually that's what keeps you motivated into the practice. And that's what, ha- that's what helps you keep you growing in your career, you know, in business. In other words, chanting Nam Myoho Renge Kyo is a very practical way to accelerate your work and business goals while also helping you bring your best self to the table each day. Recently, I read an article in one of our Buddhist publications titled How to Make Things Work, which was all about work, and I'll read you just a small portion of it to put things in perspective. It reads, The American author Pearl S. Buck said that finding joy in work is to discover the fountain of youth. To be sure, we spend the majority of our waking day and waking life at work. According to one study, that adds up to an average of 90,000 hours, or a third of our lives at work. Even if we enjoy what we do, no work environment is problem-free. A year ago, we couldn't have envisioned the profound shifts that have occurred in our workplaces amid the COVID-19 pandemic. How much more so is this true for those of us who are still struggling to find a career path? Nichiren Daishonin, who's the 13th century Buddhist reformer who created the practice of chanting Nam Myoho Renge Kyo, encouraged one of his disciples to view work as part of his Buddhist practice, stating that no worldly affairs of life or work are ever contrary to the true reality. If Buddhism finds expression in daily life, how can we use our practice to succeed at work? The article goes on to explain a way to think about work, especially if you're not sure what to do or you're not sure if the path that you're on is the right path for you. It quotes the words of Second Soka Gakkai President Jose Toda, who offered this guidance to young people, which he got from his mentor, Sunesaburo Makiguchi. He said, There are three criteria for selecting a job, beauty, benefit, and good. 
Everyone's ideal is to get a job that they like, which is beauty, and also financially secure, which is benefit, and where they can contribute to society, which is good. And while it might seem ideal to be able to get such a job right at the beginning of our career that meets these three criteria of beauty, benefit, and good, it's very unlikely that it actually happens this way. This is actually something that we addressed on our dream job episode of the podcast last year. Often, the gap between our reality and our dreams can be very overwhelming. For example, you might be listening to this podcast because you have a difficult work situation at hand, or maybe you're looking for a job or hoping to start your own company. Or maybe you're farther along and you have started your own company or landed your dream role, but you're feeling stuck in terms of growth. Others might be listening because they're struggling with work relationships, be it with your employer, your co-founder, or your reputation with customers. We're going to address all of this and more in the series. Like Steve said, work is an opportunity to discover yourself through the challenges that you face and to develop yourself and expand your capacity beyond your imagination. It's also essentially a social contract, which means that work is an opportunity to develop meaningful relationships and a reputation for yourself based on how hard you work and how you treat the people that you work with. So let's start at the beginning. In part one, which is the next episode, you'll meet Luis Nieves, an entrepreneur who built an extraordinarily successful business from scratch. The key theme of the episode is all about how to develop such a clear sense of purpose and responsibility towards your business that nothing can deter you. In part two, you'll meet Mitsuka Kara and her story of never giving up on herself and finding her voice and place in a competitive corporate environment is so inspiring. And finally, in part three, we'll meet Toki Masabuchi, who started her first restaurant as a young woman in Kentucky with no money and no experience, but based on a strict dedication to action and a never-give-up spirit, she was able to build not only a restaurant, but a truly happy community. You can listen to them all in order or based on your interest, but I do recommend them all. 